0: This is... This, is this,
1: this, this, Fight Disciples.
0: We are gathered here today...
1: For the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. It's Tuesday night. You can only be listening to one thing on Radio City Talk. It's the Fight Disciples show with your host Nick Pete. We've got a hell of a show for you tonight. So much is going on in the world of boxing in and around Merseyside. We've also got some MMA news to come later on in the show. Of course, I'm going to be talking about Stephen Smith here. Of course, I'm going to be talking about Danny Robert, who fights in the UFC over in uh, Canada at the weekend. But first and foremost, I want to start somewhere that I'll, will affect a lot of fight fans on Merseyside in a couple of different ways, actually. In the, first and foremost, I want to talk about uh, uh, Eric Scogland, who, who was in this city just a couple of months ago. He fought Callum Smith at the Echo Arena um, in the World Boxing Super Series. He won over a lot of fans here with his performance. He went on with his head held high. And, you know, a lot of scousers were looking forward to potentially seeing him again. Then we got our wish. He was he was lined up to fight against our own Rocky Field. And this coming weekend, it was supposed to be Sunday, December the 17th, Bellew Hay 2. On the undercard, we were going to see Rocky Fielding against Eric Scogland. Unfortunately, David Hay pulled out, as we expected. That fight fell off. Now that that event's been cancelled, and, and that fight, we were told, was going to be put back until a new year. But unfortunately, over the last week or so, Eric Scoggan's had an injury in the gym. They found some bleeding on the brain. He's been put into... They, they operated in Sweden. He's been put into an enforced coma. And, you know, it's it, it really hit the whole of whale boxing, not just Merseyside boxing. With a bit of a shock, really, and I'm happy to say, joining me line right now is Rocky Field. And then when you heard the, the 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 news, Rock, I'm sure you were as flabbergasted as all of us.
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I was, um, no, I was, I was gutted to be honest. It's not, it's not um, a, a nice thing to, to wake up and to see. You know what I mean? And, you know, especially, you know, the sport that I'm in myself and things, and you know, it's it, it wasn't good. <coughs> um, but you know, I hope he recovers well then and um
1: and you'll get to get through it. Yeah, of course. You know, you, you you've come through something similar yourself. but you, you know, you, your own coach has had some some struggles this year too. Yeah. You know, where a similar situation rushed in for an emergency operation. You know, thankfully, you know he's well on some way well on his way to making a complete recovery. Yeah. But you know, we, we haven't heard anything over the last day or two out of the Scotland camp. But hopefully, they've caught it right. And at this stage, we're not even thinking about boxing, are we, Rock? We're just thinking about get, this man getting his health back.
2: Yeah, that that was it, and, and, and you know, I, I have, like a few people have have spoke to who uh, messaged us saying like, you know, you know, you you're supposed to fight him Sunday, you know, I mean, think imagine, you know, something happened kind of thing there, but I was like, I know, but I was hoping that he might have finished sparring by then or something, you know what I mean, things were okay and all stuff. I don't know, but it was um, yeah, so yeah, no one like no one was interested in, in, in the fight in boxing now. It's just like you see things like that and it really puts, puts, you know, puts you like on, on, on the back foot of thinking, yeah.
1: you
2: know, this, the stick that, as I put out like the stick that, you know, fighters get from, you know, bad performances or you get knocked out, and gives the stick and then, you don't really see what, what, what really goes on and, you know, there's a lad who's just been and you know, come out of a spa or come up from a training session and next minute he's in a coma and it's, it's not a, I'm nice to see you it, way
1: it's like a sharp reality to you know what what you lads actually go through here and you know genuinely in a lot of ways you are putting your life on the line for for entertainment so it kind of brings that home a little bit
2: yeah yeah it wasn't it was you no know, i was down after fighting obviously and then uh, i seen it and then i was just i, see, I was about in the morning i just seen it and then, I, then I, I in the living room was just watching me a boy playing i was on a red and i was, and I and I was looking at him thinking you know what I mean? It's just, it's just really. Mm. That's like that's what we're doing it for now. Is, is for the family and stuff and for other things. But it's it's. I it wasn't nice in, in at all. But, like you know, sure that I was down for fighting. It was even rescheduled for February and and um, and then you know this this it, it's happened now. Like it's it's not um, it's not it's not nice.
1: No, it isn't. No. So it was actually going to happen in, in was it Liverpool in February? Was it was it been moved <laughs> yeah. to?
2: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, we got, yeah. We got got a message not saying you know it's going to get rescheduled for February and everything's still the same. And so yeah, that, that was so. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't even like, um, uh, messaged anyone about you know what you know for me. Like, what's next for me? Who who's going to be? You're just yeah. I was going to like give it a few days and then yeah, um, see any news back from Scotland and and, and you know probably ask about myself then what's gonna like who who can I fight next really. So of
1: course.
2: yeah, but yeah, so it's gonna give it a few days and yeah, we was starting to fight Faber. got so and so it was just, but obviously, you know, it, it won't happen. I wanna wish no. the best of
1: well, exactly. Yeah. I think you you speak for the entire city, there, if not the entire UK uh, boxing fraternity, and wishing Eric Scoglin and his family. who's you know he's he's a very intimate. There's a real family team around him. You know his yeah. dad's his coach and all that kind of stuff. They they, they really are a team. The Scotland, so we wish them all well. Um You, you say yeah. that you're not really looking to see what's next until until hopefully we hear some positive news out of Sweden, but of course. You know, I can't let you go without asking you about James DeGale's performance yeah. at the weekend. That was obviously someone that you'd previously been on this show and said I would love, love to have fought James DeGale. I'd have took that fight in a heartbeat. He took the fight. He chose the number fifteen ranked guy with the IBF, yeah. i.e. The, the easiest opponent he could possibly get, and he got yeah. saved, Rock. He got his title yeah. ripped away from him.
2: Yeah, and um, yeah, as you were saying, I was talking like I, I was obviously I was training for the for the fight for uh, the the Bellu Bill and. They um, it got they got cancelled but in the meantime I still I still um, seen that the guy was looking for an opponent so I was just in the gym and I was said to Jamie, I said, I can see this phone ringing I can see this phone ringing for the um, uh, you know, we hasn't got an opponent yet. I know it's like five or six weeks away stuff and Jamie said, You know what, it'd be perfect time and just to get get someone who's coming back off an injury and he was had a layoff and yeah. he's coming back off an operation, it'd just be a perfect time so I was just Saying away just waiting for that phone, and uh, you know thing never obviously you know he, he, he picked the number 15 and <laughs> yeah I <that> was I watched it all and, and I, I I could I could see from the from the way like when he got the scales from from his last fight and he didn't he didn't look the, like the best condition and the best in shape and I, I reckon he might have thinking out oh, he's ranked 15 and I just you know I can taking off the ball a minute and then he's planned on thinking about George Grove, Eubanks and all them big fights mm. after that and you can't do that you've got to be what's in front of you and concentrate on because he's a you know, he's a hungry kid that's just being offered a world title shot. He's not gonna come over here and, and lie down. So he's come over and took, took the chance and he and he's and he's got it.
1: Yeah, he has, yeah. And, he, and, you know, he deserved every inch of it. When it got towards the end of the fight and one of the judges had scored it as a draw, I honestly thought they were going to rob him of it uh, yeah, and, yeah. and take a bad decision away. I'm glad that it did go that way, and, you know, hopefully... People are saying James DeGale may be shot now. I, I don't agree with that. I think there's still plenty of big fights out there, but he doesn't look right, Rock, does he? He doesn't look like the same guy that won an Olympic gold.
2: No, no, and I, it's maybe, you know, um, getting... Caught up in it, like in, in like things and you know, always he's always he's always you know he's always there shot on the groves and Newbank and he's always he should just forget about that and concentrate on on himself and on the trainer and, and get himself ready for fights and he was just looking I think he's just looking a, a bit too past you know past uh, you know he wasn't a, a fight to defend the title and he wants all these big fights but I think he was looking past it and you know just you know, he's always a good, classy fighter. On his days, yeah. he is. I watch him myself over the years, and like, you no, know, he is. He is special, and, and um, you know, when there's a few saying, you know, he's gonna make a few changes, and you know, it's just I think he just needs to get back right like, back in the gym and, and and you know, keep keep going and see what 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 he can do. But I think he needs a, a little change on a few things and you know, get back on on boxing because it looks like he you. He comes. He comes unstuck in the fight. He didn't know really what to do.
1: Yeah, I think Carl Fletcher tweeted over the weekend saying, "If you don't live the life, it will catch up with you," which which, yeah. which suggests that the gay lad took his eye off the ball and wasn't perhaps turning like he should have been.
2: Yeah, because you know you follow him on Instagram and Twitter and stuff, and when he hasn't got a fight, he's he spends half of his time on holidays, and then I think he just comes back, gets into a camp, fights, and then back on holiday, and then get a dice and fight then I think I think you should be swaying them going away on holidays and putting them putting them more in the gym. Instead of coming <coughs> um coming from like still having that fitness, still having that condition then going to a camp ready, do you know what I mean? And instead of like going up in weight and being off, off the gym and then you've got to start your fitness back up, you've got to get your condition back up and then time it comes to it then the fight's here. So yeah he was got it, yeah, I and mean, he's at the top. He's the world champion, Olympic gold medalist, so defending his belt feet, uh, he, he, he should be living. Tough it. defenses he, on
1: the road as well. He's, he's done it. He's done it the hard way over the last eighteen months. No, but this was his big yeah. chance to announce himself back to UK fans, and he blew.
2: Yeah, definitely, and yeah, as you say, definitely. That was just, that was what he, he, you know, a good, a good win, a good stoppage on Saturday. Would he would have been booming? he would have been right back. You know, yep. Back here, back selling bigger you know, big and big fights, and but he's still a you well, know, he's still a good fighter. He's still self fighter. if he can just get, you know, get himself back in the gym and get, get back here, you know, get back on the horse and keep going.
1: Yeah, how much of it was down to you think De Gale's lack of preparation, or maybe just Two brilliant game plan and the fact that he came super fit. He had the game plan and he played it out perfectly. Are we yeah. not giving him enough respect?
2: <laughs> no, I I, 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 exactly, when you're watching it, exactly how, how, how you plan, how you do it, because he, he, he was flicking on the shot, he went scale, he went stamping his feet, he was going back on the ropes for the birdies, and he went tying them up, he went getting off, the way he used these dead classy and spins off, he went. And I think after a few, it rather, out, I think, I can't even,
1: I think acts, is it
2: is it? yeah. Truex, yeah. I, I think he just thought, I'll keep him here on these ropes, and, and, and keep him there, nail him, hit him with all the kind of, mm-hmm. and I think a few a few good shots come through that, that slowed the gale down.
1: That fifth round and, where he was landing those uppercuts, <laughs> uh, did, he must have thought he'd, he'd, he'd found a lottery ticket, finding the gale that easy to hit.
0: I know,
2: you can't let a glove on him, when you watch him, you know what He looks like, you know fights he's had he's like classy switches you know and you know one minute he's there next minute he's behind and he, he, he didn't feel none of that did he just like he was there for the flick a few jabs up and then as soon as Treyarch walked through them and pushed them back then he didn't know what to do he took the shot instead of tying them up or grabbing them waiting for the left to come or still off on the ropes but I think he, he just Probably took his eye off the ball a bit. Yep. Thinking about the Groves and the Gale and the uh, Eubank fight. But, you know, i say a year out the ring and maybe a year longer. And, you know, i uh, come back off an injury. He even said he might have come back a bit too, too soon. too soon. But, you know, it's it's only you that knows. Why, why, you know, if you, if you would have kept in the gym through yeah. the injury and, um, you know, before, you got the operations, staying in the gym, you know, back in the gym, doing other things. Just the conditioning, your, your muscle memory, your muscle mass, it looked like he just... Everything went after a few rounds.
1: It did, yeah. It was, a, it, it, it was shocking, really. Too. It was shocking to watch. And in the 10th round, when Two Axe come on strong again, I was landing big shots again. I was even Winston watching it. In, in terms of Truax, then, it, does he become the number one mark guy in a division? Is there a big target on his back now? We'd love to see him in Liverpool with that belt.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. I I, I say I, I tweet that out and you know, I don't I don't really tweet and call things out but I, as we've spoke before, just like all this world series that everyone's in or fighting for world titles know, ranked below or you know and you know, there's me just you know what what under going on, like waiting for this shot and I was gonna I was I wouldn't like to for you know any of the winners and be able to mention mentioned it. I just you know, I had a bit of Stixy, and you got an A and that and this and that. But I'm I'm rank number five in the, in the IBF, so why I wouldn't have i I've lost one fight, out of 25. So yeah, you know, which uh, you know, he's probably got as an option. I don't know. I was just I just fancied fighting for the world title, so I Liverpool, and that was it really. And I got a bit of stick, I got a bit of a bit of positive back yeah from it, but.
1: But even no. if even if the Gale had won, no rock, you'd have probably called the Gale out because all the other world title belts are pretty much tied up.
2: That's the I think. tied up. So, like, mates after the world series, then they're gonna be having a rest themselves, aren't they? and then, yeah. then ready for the end of the year. And with what happened with my fight with Scoggins and stuff, and and then you know, where that leave me? out? I, I was gonna fight. The winners was gonna fight for a world title. It was a WC silver. So I think Adam, me, and Scoggins. I think we were one of us would be in line for the world title next, and yeah, maybe because I've been you know. But with me being ranked in the IBS
1: ten places higher than than Truax, by the way.
2: Yeah, and yeah, and and the guy, you know, if the was a one. He was, you know, he's British. Me, you know, it would have mean a, a big one for April. Maybe because I got him here and uh, at the Echo or something. I don't know, but I think, <coughs> so 2018, I've I've got to be in some kind of big fight, so I've got to be. Fighting for a world title, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I say he would be, he would be, you'll um, have all the big targets on his back now, and you'll have everyone wanting a bit of him. But if you looked at it, like if you had the rankings, then it is obviously these and stuff, but,
1: you're right up there. Box them, hasn't he? yeah, you're, well, oh, I, yeah. Well, I tell you, so. box them. Your name's in the frame, and let's face it, British <laughs> boxing. Is, is all about the UK, certainly the super middleweight division is all about the UK as well, so it wouldn't yep. surprise me if we did get that name, that would be, are you are you still st- get, get staying in camp towards that February date then, Rock, or have you eased yeah. back a bit now? You, no, you... no, 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 I'm,
2: I'm, 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 I need to be out in Feb anyway, and, um, and then, and then whatever, in April, May, maybe a big one, or maybe a big one feather being have been, I've been saying, been over a few, you um, you know, a few weekends resting off, but then I'm I'm back in now. I'm I'm saying it, like, just keep going till 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 February, really, to get the, a bit more news this week, maybe next week. Home, but there's a show, feb, and I don't know where where to stand now with how big it is, or if it's a big one or or not. But yeah. I'd like I'd like a big big one either February or or April May and some some. Big one. Let's get that. Let's wait.
1: get. Let's get that letter done, Miss Sweet this week to Santa Claus before the mail stops and we'll ask for we'll ask for two acts in Liverpool in February in a world title fight please Rock listen yeah. thanks so much for joining me on the line and uh, no. let's let's catch up again soon have a good Christmas sounds like you're no. not going to be able to batter the roasties too much but enjoy yourself
2: no, no. Yeah,
1: take care you're listening to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk you're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast welcome back to Fight Disciples here on Radio City Talk great catch up with Rocky Field and getting his take On a James the Gale fight at the weekend. I can't believe what I was watching at the weekend. He literally looked like he turned old overnight. Of course, fight fans from from this city and way beyond will also have tuned into the rest of the action over the weekend. And while Lomachenko and Regondo was going on over in New York, pound for pound, the best fighter on the planet, in my opinion. More of that, by the way, on our boxing show over at fightdisciples.com. I want to talk about Stephen Smith, and you know what we're going to get on to now put your put your burger down, put your dinner down. We've all seen the pictures from the weekend of Stephen's grotesque ear injury, and that's probably the only way to describe it. His fight against Francisco Vargas was on a fantastic bill at the Mandalay Bay. There was three big, super featherweight fights on there. Fight Vargas Smith was more or less, let's be honest, it was an eliminator for a world title fight. you got Steven, two-time world title challenger himself, Vargas, the former WBC champion. We knew it was a 50-50 fight going in. We knew it was going to be tough. The fight itself, Steven, for me, just didn't quite get into his own game plan. He had to fight Vargas's fight, but he went to war with him. It was a tremendous performance, but we all seen it. From as early as the second round that left ear of Stevens was swollen up it was bright red and then towards the end of the fight obviously it gets ripped and if you haven't seen it already I would usually at this point say go and google it grab your phone, google it and have a look at Stephen Smith's yeah. but you know what take my word for it if you haven't seen it already don't do it to yourself. You just don't need it. You don't need it in the run-up to Christmas. Stephen ear. The only way to describe it is his ear was ripped from top to bottom. Somebody compared it to a Vander Holyfield's uh, it- it torn ear against Mike Tyson. Of course, when Tyson bit him, nothing like this went on on Saturday night. Vargas didn't bite Stephen Smith's ear. It was swollen. It was you know, we're going to find out more about the science behind it coming up shortly with my next guest, but it was obviously swollen. It was damaged. Paul was in the corner trying to put ice on it, trying to cool it down. They couldn't settle it. And then, as I say, they came out of a clinch and it was literally torn right down the middle. Stephen, being the man he is, he wants to fight on. Of course he does, but there's no way the fight could continue with that kind of injury. The claret was pouring everywhere. You know, his was just in no fit state to continue. Um, I was hoping to get Stephen on the show. I spoke to him briefly in Las Vegas. By the way, I spoke to Stephen. He's fine. He's had the stitches done. He's had surgery in Las Vegas. They were happy for him to fly home as early as Monday. It, he's currently still commuting between London. I know he was going Las Vegas, London, and Liverpool. But we've caught now we've kind of recording the show, aren't we? Uh, just typical. Just as while he's in the air in one of those flights. So unfortunately, we can't get him on the show. As we planned, but again, I've spoke to him. He's happy. The surgery was happy. They were happy for him to to travel home and fly home. Stephen's hoping to make a, a full recovery. Obviously, right now, he's down because he lost the fight more than anything else. The last thing Steven's thinking of is his yeah, That's that's his mum's job. That's his, his part his wife's job, his partner's job, his family's job, his friend's job, to worry about Stephen Smith's long-term good looks. But uh, in the meantime, you know, the fight itself. He's lost at a world title level. Can he come again? 100%. Let's not forget, Stephen Smith took this fight in Las Vegas to get another shot at world title. He could have stayed home, and he could have fought for the European belt because he was the number one contender for the European belt. Um, And I I think that's where we'll end up going with Stephen in the new year. But right now, that year needs to make a full recovery um, before he even thinks about getting inside the boxing ring. And the year itself, you know... I've never seen an injury like that before, Uh, and a lot of people I've spoken to in the industry have never seen anything like that before. Such an unusual thing to happen. Maybe something you would associate more with mixed martial arts, with the the old cauliflower ears, or even rugby. You know, that's how it looked. It it just swelled up like a little balloon. But to burst the way it did, or tear the way it did, just made it so strange. But hopefully, my next guest coming up shortly can shed a little bit of light on how an injury like that happens, first and foremost, and what kind of recovery period we're looking at. Well, joining me now on the line is Dr. Nigel Jones, who's British Boxing Border Control registered physician and is also head doctor at the Fit to Fight Clinic here on Merseyside. The number one, I'm told, fighter fitness facility in the UK. Dr. Jones, you must have seen what we all seen at the weekend. Stephen Smith's here. I was just t- telling the listeners about it then. If you haven't seen it already, don't bother. Don't go and look at it. It's grotesque. It'll turn your stomach. But for someone like yourself... Wh- have you seen this kind of injury before? We've never seen it in boxing. Have you seen it outside of boxing?
0: Yeah, hi Nick. Um, afternoon to you and obviously um, evening to your listeners, etc. Um, listen, although I've not seen this injury in boxing, I have seen similar injuries in rugby. And... Um, but normally I have to say caused by stray boots uh, at the bottom of rooks, et cetera, in rugby rather than obviously accidental clashes of heads. But I think the thing to understand about the injury, a lot of times when people think about cuts, they think about nice straight sort of lines of cut, what we call lacerations, the sort of thing that you do with a vegeta- you know, vegetable knife in your kitchen. But the majority of cuts that we see in boxing and in other sports are caused by shearing forces, so friction forces of a soft substance like the skin mm-hmm. against a harder bony substance underneath, i.e. the you know, the skin. So um yeah, freak injury in terms of boxing I've not seen it before, but um you you know, I think if you understand the mechanism of how it might have occurred then you can understand it a wee bit better.
1: Yeah um did it is it arise was it from the punches there was some head clashes in there as well obviously there were it was such a little war that went on did we literally see in front of our eyes the ear filled with blood is that what it was that what made it balloon up
0: yeah i think your your ear's made of your ear's made of um of cartilage you know which is a soft quite a soft but sort of semi rigid flexible substance and what happens is is if you get any bleeding between the skin and that cartilage layer underneath it makes everything inflamed it makes everything vulnerable and then of course the next blow that you get whether it's a head or it's a punch to a vulnerable um you know tissue substance is then going to make it vulnerable to ripping apart as is obviously what happens
1: yeah of course the um in in long term is like i compared it earlier in the show to you know something like MMA fighters suffer from, from uh, rugby players will suffer from. Was this just like a rapid cauliflower ear that just happened in a matter of, of seconds? Is that what we've seen? Is, that, is it the same type of thing?
0: Yeah, I think it's difficult, I think it's difficult to know exactly um, the mechanism, as you say, because they, they were tight at the time in head clinches. There was punches going in as well. And as I say, yeah, clearly there's been bleeding within the ear almost certainly as i say between the cartilage layer of the ear and the overlying skin and what that then has meant is that all of you know those substances have then become they're filled with blood as you say they've become vulnerable then to you know to further to further injury and those shearing forces that we that we talk about I and mean, if you you know if you look at flight cuts in general nick as as you know you know better than i do normally you will see the typical cut we see around eyes, etc, normally you can see the skin reddening up a little bit first. you can normally see it I know when I cover bouts ringside, you know we sometimes have little conversations between us, the doctors, and we go, hang on a minute, this one this one looks it looks like it might go any minute mm-hmm. um so I think it's you know inflamed tissues with blood in them are then going to be susceptible to to
1: Significant injury, obviously, if the right circumstances happen. Yeah, unlike a lot of cuts, though, you know, which uh, which can be over the eyes or, or you know, on, on certainly around the face, which which may be career threatening or it may have long term impact on a career in, in regards to having damaged tissue, which can which can cut easily again. This type of thing, surely, w- once the recovery's there, it, it's unlikely Stephen's going to suffer from this again in the ring.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, certainly, it's very unlikely the. The you know, the exact circumstances that led to that, to the the cut he's had, uh, are going to be repeated. Um, you know, ultimately, y- you've got to look at any injury in any athlete. It's the short, the medium, and the long-term consequences, and obviously make decisions about return to training and return to competition as a result of that. I mean, you know, what obviously the um, the doctors ringside may well have gone through their head it certainly would have would have gone through my head well hang on a minute you know if he's had a sufficiently powerful enough blow around his ear to cut that injury has he sustained a perforated eardrum as well you know um so how's his hearing and his balance going to be affected etc but i'm sure all of that will have been checked out and um and i know for a fact that um Stephen will have the the best medical care to get him back fighting, hopefully as soon as possible.
1: Yeah, most definitely. I know he's travelling back from from Vegas as we speak, and that's got to be a positive sign, hasn't it, that the doctors have have cleared him to fly home?
0: Yeah, and as I say, I mean, I don't know, obviously, I don't know the individual circumstances, but that would definitely suggest that there's no underlying damage to the ear itself, which, you know, the eardrum or... Or something similar that might mean that he needs a prolonged period um, out of the ring. So, listen, he just needs to, as I'm sure he will do, um, knowing his character. He'll, you know, he'll pick himself up from this hopefully pretty quickly and um, and get back, get back um, training, um, training and sparring again soon. But you know, it might, you know, it might never look quite as pretty as his ear on the other side. <laughs> but in terms of uh, in terms of long term consequences from his fighting career perspective. I don't envisage there being any significant
1: ones Nick, to be honest. No, the um, from a, in a more broader spectrum, then obviously. We we seen it at the weekend that Stephen clearly wanted to continue fighting. It was clearly the yeah. doctor's call. The doctor said absolutely no chance. And you know, for watching at home, you know, my stomach turned. His ear was literally <laughs> hanging off. So uh, obviously, it had to be stopped categorically. But from from your perspective as a as a ringside doctor, you know, it, it, we you obviously were surprised that Stephen wanted to continue. But is that is that something you sign up for? That you, you know, sometimes you got to kind of be the bad guy.
0: Well, listen, I mean, our job. You know, and we all know um, that the standard of medical provision at boxing has increased significantly over the last sort of 10 or 15 years. And our job is to make sure that uh, no injury is career threatening to a boxer if it can at all be avoided that, you know, that that's the case. So, yeah, I've, you know, I've been involved in decisions previously, where doctors have, uh, sorry, where fighters have pleaded with me to let them continue, but clearly, if, for example, they can't see properly out of their eye as a result of a cut, that means that they can't adequately defend themselves. That means that they're potentially putting themselves at risk of a potential, you know, further more serious injury. And and our job is to look after. Our job is to look after the medium and long-term health, you know, of the boxers, not just that short-term. Can we get them through to the end of the to the end of the fight? Oh, yeah. I can assure you, no no doctor pulls a fighter out of a fight lightly. Um, you know, we all take we all take our responsibilities to them as professionals and their desire to want to continue very seriously. But ultimately, we've got to take our professional responsibilities. Seriously, as well, and you know, pretty much every athlete in every sport sometimes needs protecting them from themselves. To be honest, Nick.
1: Of course, yeah. Uh, and before I let you go, obviously, we, we talk on this show all, all the time about this being a, a boom time for Merseyside boxing, but indeed, UK boxing as a whole, as as, as someone that's involved in the industry yourself, are you, are you seeing it? You know, we are we are we have. A, there seems to be more fights every weekend than we've ever seen. You know, in in, in modern history, boxing is absolutely booming. Yeah,
0: I think um, I think the combat sports, the combat sports in general, are, are having a real, you know, growth phase at the moment. Nick, we're not just seeing it in boxing, are we? We're seeing no. it in mixed martial arts, um, you know, and even the success of Olympic sports, like obviously how successful our taekwondo athletes are no. currently. All of that, I think, builds into um, an exciting time as a say, for combat for combat sports. And you know, I've been questioned on this before about what my attitude is as a doctor to people being involved in combat sports and you know I know the uh, British Medical Association previously have have put out sort of position statements where they're not in favor for example but you know my attitude is is that who are we to tell any athlete how to earn a living yeah. and you know if my job as a as a medical professional involved in combat sports is just to make sure that things and processes are in place, things are as safe as they possibly can be. And yeah, to understand that sometimes these very brave individuals sometimes need protecting from themselves. And that's part of our job.
1: Of course, yeah well Nigel, that's a whole show in itself there. I'd love to get into get into a show talking to you about, you know, why people fight and everything else because you know, qu- quickly to touch on that. That what you've just said it. If there's not that avenue for people to to have armed, you know, man man on man combat, you know, uh, of this nature, you know, full contact combat, then where else are they going to channel that aggression? You know, I, I I maintain that boxing clubs and mixed martial arts facilities up and down the country and around the world do a lot more than every community centre put together.
0: Yeah, listen, and and we've all. You know, we all know stories, we regularly hear from fighters who say, if I wasn't boxing, you know, there's a reasonable chance I might be in jail. Um, And I think that's simplifying things to a certain extent, but for certain individuals that might be the case. I think the other thing to remember, Nick, is quite often boxing clubs are real community hubs, they're real community centres for activity, for... People being good neighbours, you know, for for older, you know, for older men and women who maybe have had problems in their lives previously, to recognise it in younger people and put an arm round them and say, well, you know, have you thought about, you know, have you thought about channeling some of that aggression into into a combat environment? Um, And yeah, there's listen, we could. There's also the whole aspect of physical activity the nation's getting the nation's getting fatter the nation's getting less fit there's a big public health agenda around um physical activity and us needing to promote it what what better way to promote it than with all the disciplined you know cardiovascular as well as combat elements that there are to um to the fighting sports so I'm rattling on a bit here, Nick, aren't I? Absolutely. I love it, sir.
1: I love it, sir. Listen, thank you so much for joining us on the line today. Have a great Christmas, Dr. Johns, I'll catch you in the new year. Yeah, will do. Cheers, Nick.
0: Bye-bye
1: now. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to Fight Disciples here on Radio City Talk. I tell you what, they talk about the power of television. Never mind that. The power of radio, this is... I'm delighted to say that. He, I know I said earlier in the show, he was stuck on a plane. He was on a plane back from Las Vegas. He was on his way to London. We think we'd missed him, but the power of technology, have had a text message and we've got him on the line. Swift e. Smith is in London right now. We're going to catch him straight away. And Swift, you've just touched down from Las Vegas. First and foremost, what was your flight like and what did you do with with sore ears? How did you watch a video? with a, How did you watch a movie without using the headphones? Uh, the flight wasn't the
3: best, to be honest. You got a little bit of a mess around, left right in 10 people. It is what it and is, isn't it? You should get on with it. But uh, I was more nervous than that. That's I thought.
1: It's going to
3: hurt me in the air. This, the doctors told me it wouldn't. But, you know, what it's like you don't believe them. But to be fair, it was okay. That's had have the head. Yeah, more found ear right on the top of the Like, I got hurt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's the, uh, obviously, I'll talk to you in a second about the fight, but the, the, the doctors in Las Vegas, they're happy with the surgery? They're happy the way things went? Yeah, to
3: be honest with you, um, you said there was nothing missing from here. There was no cartilage or... Game missing, so it was it a was, uh, straightforward forward, sort of lining it up. So they shouldn't be, obviously, the biggest car, but they shouldn't be much, much, much this much this So it should be the same shape as it was. So you know, I was happy enough about that. I mean, I've got big ears, I probably done with losing a bit, but uh, I was happy. I was happy to be the same shape.
1: I've just had uh, Dr. Nigel Jones on the on the uh, on the show, and he we were talking about the injury and such a a freak injury as well. But the the doctors in Las Vegas were they just as baffled? No, we don't see an injury like this in boxing. Yeah. No, that, they they were the same. To be honest with you, um, when I got
3: to the hospital, the, the first thing the doctor said was um, boxing, and everything. I was like, yeah, I still have my shorts, I still have my protector on i <laughs> so, yeah, I went to the two station, but they didn't the say in the back of an ambulance to the hospital. Um, and they were like so did he bite you and we were like i'm playing no but still i'm have to give you the sentence and he's bitten and he said he never did and he wouldn't have it i'd have never got this So, to give me a sentence anyway and so, uh, i was trying to explain it was like it's like a head clash a headbutt type thing and it's also written here and they were baffled as baffled as me but i've been out boxing a long time i've never seen that it. like it. it's just one that takes you for a sort of Take it and get on with it, baby.
1: Yeah. Is that is that what brought it on, do you think? Is, did you go into the fight with with a problem with the ear at all? No, not at all. Uh, in the early rounds,
3: it, it, it kept getting like... Just, it, his head kept on one side of my mind for the other. Where he was sideways
0: inside, he was
3: keeping his head low. It's not a typical Mexican. To be honest with you, not it's You know, to, if you, I can't really call him. Yeah. But he just kept putting his head in on, on the side of the eye. And it constantly made me at and the end of round three or four. I walked back to the corner and I was thinking, my ears gonna be sore monitor, Actually, it it's throbbing already, You know what should get?
1: Um, just, just to pick up there. Then you were just saying that the, uh, you know, the do- the doctors were happy. There was no, there was no yeah. inner ear damage or anything like that.
3: No. Uh, as I say, he, 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 he checked all the, the the outside, all the skin and cartilage was all there. So it, it, it. the woman, as us she was like the the, the plastic surgeon. She was happy. She was like, yeah, look, won't be a problem. And I was like, no, listen, I don't want to like chunks missing and then she was just laughing. She was like, look, we'll do all we can, but it won't be a problem. So we will have to put like a stem in it for two days to make sure you don't get not like cauliflower here. But um, I was like, yeah, we're gonna put that in, and then uh, these people have it. Me, they have these like, stick to the inside, all the outside, and they stick this like stem to me here for two days or so you don't get no cauliflower. You know, so I'm happy with with the where it went.
1: Yeah. We could see Paul as early as the as early as the second or the third round was was packing yeah. that ice bag on it to try and cool it down, but it just yeah. uh, it, it just got out of control, didn't it? But even even throughout the fight though, I was thinking I should end up with a cauliflower area, but I didn't expect it to yeah. to, to burst ba- or did it tear? What would the what did the doctors like say? It
3: ripped. it was like, like a tear, darling. Um, from the looks of it, but I did. that was getting I'm sure there was a big clashing in round one or two. 'cause another day for he then won't be sitting there looked at me and a few messages and put him stayed here. Yeah. And then like I still got episode me case a little bit. But he 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 turned and won't for something and he just brought me and it was a heart one when well, you you feel this thing and I thought about how me is ringing there and then, and he's warning me. And then the bell went shortly after I walked back to the corner and I remember just looking at like the votes by me corner there, and I'd say I'm not like no one but looked up the votes and he talked myself and as I said. My ear's going to be sore tomorrow. I knew it. Just like, it was troubling. I feel like I'm happy in the ear and I thought, it's going to be sore. And that was early on in the fight. I mean, you just thought, sort just of get on with it. You know, you talk from a, from a baby and you step in the box. And really, you know, not let no one know you're here. You've got to keep a vocal face and stuff.
1: And,
3: yeah. You know, I was doing now, shift. You know, carrying on as I was, just keeping a stay face about it. But, you know, it was trouble from early, But um, I, just, I didn't see
1: that coming, what, what happened? Uh, know. Of course not. Now, when, it, when the rip actually happened, mm-hmm. when you, you yeah. could see when the referee stopped the fight and you and you were walking back to the corner, you could you could see you were looking at yourself on the jumbo screen. And even then, were you kind of like looking in disbelief, going, What what am I seeing here? I felt going on to be like left side, to be honest. Either, I'm walking by and I'm thinking, Oh, cut. And then when he had like his
3: throat back to corner, I'm thinking, cutting the side of the head, he's not taking me to the doctor right away. Mm. So as I'm walking, I'm thinking, hang on, wait, this brother? And then I'm only the realizing I'm in the back of the room, I'm going to I've seen Joe walk up the stairs, and Joe's face right, he put his hands it, I went, oh my god, no. And I thought, oh, this is something wrong, yeah. So I looked at the big screen in the back of the room, and I tilted the head, of the head and as I turned the head, to see like the, you're slopping, so door. this <laughs> is something wrong, yeah. It was like a shock, you know, it was I'm laughing now, but at the time I'm thinking, "Wow, what's going on there?" Not the a you didn't like. I was sort of expecting to see what I seen. I thought, oh, by Joe's face, I want to see the it must I had medals with me, and because yeah. you know, I knew the globe was pouring now. But when I looked up and I was just seeing the way he was flopping about, I was is like—it was one of them. I was I going to a laugh or cry? I couldn't believe it.
1: Yeah, not after. Your wife was out there with you, wasn't she? Was she devastated? She more devastated yeah, than you? Yeah,
3: she doesn't. She doesn't watch the boxing. To be honest with you, so I ain't. She came out and she stayed in the hotel room so uh, she knew nothing and yeah. then uh, obviously after the fight when it was over I I, I got immediately out of the room, when I went into the back of the and said straight to ambulance it was our Paul who phoned, to be honest with you. Paul phoned in the hotel, I said look just I don't know. So Paul phoned her and just said um, look Jade, he's all right but you've got to get here, say to everyone at the hospital and just straight away she just aired, I sank she's like what what and he said look he's got like a cut on his ear but cut bad. on his ear his ear's angry gonna cut on his ear he'd be all right getting the leg on too much but he was saying look you just need to get here you got to go to the hospital you've got to cut go his ear and then she was panicking saying what like thinking blood was coming out like yeah from inside me and he was like no look at his ear it's outside here but his ears split he's got to go to the hospital and stuff you have to come and she just there uh, head and over so yeah it's probably hard to try and explain it on the phone route you
1: want to be honest with you. but alls well that ends well, really yeah of course yeah Um does this before I come on to the fight itself then and, and obviously 2018 does this mean you've got to surrender your title now as the best looking Smith brother or you know does that go <laughs> no, to Callum does that, it now or <laughs> I think Callum took that from years ago now <laughs> and, uh, he's walking
3: around and everyone made it We're gonna now, I think uh, People are be looking
1: at me like, Cosy now, me, Cosy." <laughs> <laughs> Forever known as Callum Smith's ugly, ugly brother. Yeah, I'll I love it. Now. In, t- in terms of the fight itself, then uh, you know you knew it was going to be tough. You knew going over there, fighting the a yeah. former WBC champion, it was always going to be a, a, a hell of a shift that you had to put in. Yeah. Did the fight play out how you'd expected? Obviously, we you know we we were hoping you were able to keep it a bit long, yeah. but it, it just became a war, didn't it? Yeah. No, to be honest
3: with you, I did top of life. You know, I think this is all a... Uh, like, I can't, like, make any fractures t- without watching the fight back. I haven't, I haven't seen any in the fight back. But, uh, honest to God, like, you know, did this all, cut and the thing and all that, it sort of took, took away from me sitting down and sort of analysing the fight. Yeah, but, you know, on a whole, I'm, like, massively disappointed in myself. I didn't think Vargas was sort of as good as what I'd built him up in the airboard and watched him and stuff, like... I thought, you know, he didn't box badly. I thought he boxed well himself, but I, 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 his jab was slow. He was throwing a lot of jabs out of the range. And I, I think he was doing things exactly what I wanted him to do. But yeah. I don't think I performed well. I think the first half of the fight, if, if you go back to, like you know, a young me, say like amateur days and stuff, that was my bread and butter. I just fed off his first jab, that lazy jab, and I had to victim him all kinds of accounts whatever, and the first half of the fight just wasn't doing it, and just... I don't. I can't put my finger on the reason. and say so I haven't watched the fight, basket, I haven't really analysed it. But I'll do that when I get home. I'll sit with Joe and we'll look at what I've done wrong. But I was just gutted in like how how much I felt the fight was there for me and I wasn't doing it. Yeah. And I felt it did get going and then, and we like between like five and seven, and then it was like too, little too late. I was thinking it better not be. I to keep pushing on. And I could feel him really, really tiring. but then it was just a. Uh, Sure I was just trying to finish as long as I can. See if I can get it done, and then um, see what goes on. But it just did happen
1: Yeah, obviously the injury came in. Then it, it, it did yeah. surprise me early on in the fight that you you fought you you fought. I don't know what the commentary team was saying. I didn't listen to it with the commentary. I had the commentary off. But it felt like you fought Vargas's fight a little bit. You know, you you kind of like, all right, you want to go to war Mexican style? Let's do it. And it's like, well, yeah. that, that's not your strength. Your strength to box
3: course I went in there, and, and, and you know, me and George had worked a lot. I'm certain Chuck Vargas throws and he likes to jab a lot early and, 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 and honestly I think like Joe's covered everything with me and that's just the most disappointing thing. He's done a lot of stuff what I was what's predicting him to do and if anything, he was doing a little bit slower than I, I thought he'd do it, and there was a lot about the fight where it went probably had a bit your hand off with the Vargas, you know what I mean? It's like I'm now as you sort of preparing you know, for like, you know, worst case scenario, the best. Yep. the best opponent you can come across and that wasn't what I played for in my head so I was ready and I went out and I started boxing early and it just little things weren't happening so you just sort sure of like I don't know I know me I know what I'm like and you just thought oh suddenly you think that, you know but when you do it you start and having a fight when maybe you shouldn't but yep. you know it, it, I look back and uh, 10, 10, 10, 10,
1: One second. Just gone through passport control? Yeah. I, I love it. it. I love it. The power of live radio, it's great, this. I had
3: my passport
1: on the machine. The woman who said to me, you've got to buy the board and pass. I thought she was going to say to you, that's not you. I want to see uh, Quasimodo. That's not you on, the, on that picture.
3: I'm standing there in a big huge army with my passport on the screen and it are all saying, it's your t- t- boarding pass. <laughs> I
1: thought, no. Shouldn't have had that <laughs> last fight. <bite. laughs> no, no, it's, 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 it's In terms of 2018, I know it's, it's a bit I early now. But, more. Yeah, 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 of
3: course. I should have stuck to the boxing more, but it was when I was in it, as I said, I didn't, I didn't bake much as well to the captain up my head and the and, and, and I don't know what I can't be feeling, but just something wasn't happening for me. It just wasn't. It's on the night sometimes you get there. And, I don't know, you
2: know, your best or whatever. I
3: just didn't hear it myself, and then I thought, you know, I just kind of, I didn't feel any. I was like, do warming?
1: Feel like I'm gonna lose you here for good any minute. Mate, I just lost you yeah. Uh In terms of two thousand eighteen, I know it's a. It, as you say, you want to get back. You want to have a look at the tape with Joe and, and go over yeah. things. But let's not forget, you. You know, you basically walked away from a European title shot. You were number one contender yeah. to take this fight with Vargas. Is that yeah. what you're probably thinking now, two thousand eighteen? Go back to the European and then look again towards the end of the year for that world title shot.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I say uh, just put all my eggs in one basket. I thought, no to be on, and I've got to go win this fight. So, you know, right now, as I say, I'm just getting on. I've got to sit down and i want to enjoy Christmas. Let me, let me heal up, obviously, and then, uh, you know, I want to sit and watch the fight, see what, see what I felt went wrong. Because, as I say, in the first that fight, I don't believe I was even nearly good enough, you know.
1: Yeah.
3: In, in training, in camp, everything was good. I felt really good, and um, I just felt that, you know, that fight, I what I was up against, would be my button, and, and and it wasn't. I was, at the end of the day, you know, I lost the fight. On a technical decision, it went to points. You know, it was stopped on a on a head crash. So, you know, it went to points. It would have been the same. If it was me, either. because it went to, went to the scorecard and I lost on the, the card. I was behind, and you know, I'm rightly so. And that's because of the way I started the fight. So, you know, I've got to go back. I've got to see why that was, and I've got to I've got to look to and I've got to look at what was going wrong. And you know, if if, if whatever we decide in the, in the future whether it be the European or whatever, I can't afford to make the same mistake because uh, you know, people only listen to so many excuses and you know, that I don't like making any. So uh, mm-hmm. it's one of them. I've got to I've gotta make sure that, you know, things are right and, and if there's a reason behind what, what went wrong then, you know, anyone who knows me knows I'll I'll give everything I've got to, to put it right and make sure that it doesn't happen again.
1: Of course, yeah. In terms of this fight as well, you know, there was an awful lot of head clashes in there, but, you know, I think there's certainly grounds for an appeal. You know, it's unlikely, let's be honest, it's unlikely you're going to get a rematch with Vargas straight away, but certainly something down the line. And as weird as this injury was, you know, you went viral at the weekend because of the injury. Everyone was, everyone's seen it. Everyone was talking about it. Your name's on the tips of everyone's lips. Kind of like when Holyfield got bit by Tyson. You know, it's kind of improve your status on a global scale in a weird kind of way?
3: Yeah, and as it's a strange one, I said this, I was explaining to Jade um, last night, I said, honest to God, no, I've had some, like the best performance we my career and best wins in my career and, you know, I've just lost the weekend and I don't think I've ever had this much um, like social media mentions and attention where my, my phone is absolutely non-stop because of, basically, don't be wrong, nine out of ten pitches, and me with half an ear but, it's, uh, it's just non-stop. me getting mentioned in all different people's tweets, Instagrams, and it's all kinds. Of just, just, just me name sort of everywhere because of obviously the fight the weekend and you know people going on about like the bravery show and stuff. But uh, you know it's not what you want. Obviously you want to be that you want to be winning titles and you want to perform But you know if there's a chance, there's a, there's a fight there that I didn't, I didn't perform. But and obviously the we, we, uh, media attention's gone through the roof.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, in this case, there's certainly no such thing as bad press. And plus, when you do finally get back to Liverpool, you're going to be walking yeah. through Liverpool City Centre and, OK, kids won't be stopping you to see the world title belt, but people are going to be stopping you for selfies with this ear now. This, this ear has yeah. become famous.
3: I've right, got this pack on the now as you can't miss it either. I've got this, uh, I said, they stitched on me inside and outside and then they, stick, they stitched like a pack, they stitched it to me. So wow. it looks like a... I don't know, it's from a far away, but like I've got a plastic castle on me, you know, so you can't miss it, it's bit, I can't even hide it. So it's, uh, it's not the best to I me. Mean, I'm, I'm laughing at uh, it, but drawing attention, so I can't wait to get this off tomorrow, and then uh, I'll feel a little bit better about myself, I think.
1: Definitely. Well, listen, thanks very much for yeah. joining us on the line. Glad you had a yeah, safe no journey problem. home. Good luck with the last bit of home, and then obviously have a fantastic Christmas with the family.
3: Thanks very much, mate.
1: Take care, we'll see you in the new year. Son. Take
3: care, mate.
1: Take care, bye. 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 That was Stephen Smith there. Just touched down from Las Vegas. He sounds in good spirits, doesn't he? And why not? Listen, the fight didn't go his way, but he's right. That kind of publicity, money cannot buy. Join us next week. Here on Fight Disciples for a full review of Merseyside boxing and fighting in 2017. We're going to look back at the best bits of 2017. Sorry we didn't get onto previewing Danny Roberts fighting in Canada this weekend. Obviously, Swifty come on and we couldn't miss that opportunity. But let's switch Danny Roberts, hot chocolate himself, all the luck in the world, fighting in Canada this weekend on BT Sport. If you can stay up to watch it, if not pre-record it, watch it Sunday morning. And no doubt we'll dissect it back here on the show next week. Catch you then. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard,
3: subscribe via iTunes.